At University of Virginia Health System, we're for bringing advanced care closer to home. So we're bringing health knowledge directly to you with UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. In select cases, a neuropsychological evaluation can help families learn how to support their child's healthy development into adults. My guest today is Dr. Lori Brenner. She is a pediatric neuropsychologist who specializes in assessments of neurological conditions such as epilepsy, traumatic brain injury, stroke at the UVA Health Systems. Welcome to the show, Dr. Brenner. When would a child benefit from a neuropsychological evaluation and what does that even entail? Uh, Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, So the neuropsychological evaluation helps us understand uh, how the medical condition is affecting the child's ability to process information, uh, learn new skills, and use the skills he or she has. So uh, when we have a better understanding of the the child's strengths and weaknesses, we can help plan for the child's future uh, and also identify services that might be helpful for the child. In some cases, it also helps the child's doctors to make more informed decisions about treatment. What's involved during a neuropsychological evaluation? Is this an easy thing for the child, or is it harder for the parents? Good question. Uh, So some children actually enjoy it uh, because we do, uh, the tests that I do are more like puzzles or games oftentimes. Uh, So it's with an interview with the parents and the child. I ask a lot of detailed questions so that I have a good understanding of the child's history and how they're currently doing uh, and what's happened up up until this point in time. And I ask a lot of questions to make sure that I understand what the parent's concerns are. And then I spend between four and five hours with the child, and that's when we do uh, assessment of attention and memory and problem solving and language and uh, visual-spatial skills, executive functioning, uh, to really get a sense for how this child thinks and learns and feels. Uh, and then the family comes back for a, a feedback, uh, and that's when I construct a coherent summary for the family so that um, they really understand what their child's strengths and weaknesses are and what they can do to help their child. Dr. Brenner, do you get any pushback from parents when you say maybe, you know, that your child has a little aggression or that they had a little problem-solving issue? And and Mm. do parents ever not want to hear that kind of information? Because you have a delicate, you know, situation there when you're telling parents about attentional and intellectual capabilities of their child. Sure, and it's very much a discussion. So oftentimes um, the, the parents know that there are concerns, and that's usually why they've come to me. And so this is really helping them to understand the nature of the the child's uh, difficulties. And so I do sometimes, sometimes it can be hard for parents to hear, uh, but because we're working together uh, to identify the problem and then figure out how to fix it, it's it's much more of a uh, constructive approach. Uh, So most Most families uh, leave the feedback feeling hopeful that they now know what they can do. So what do they take away from these evaluations, and what are the next steps based on your findings? Uh, So they uh, oftentimes will report feeling better clarity. They have a plan for the future. They have a better understanding of their child and how their child thinks and learns and interacts with the world and what will be helpful for their child going forward. Uh, so it's it's like providing a, a blueprint for them 
uh, so they know where to devote time and energy to optimize their child's development. Uh, and this oftentimes does include concrete steps that they can take to address their child's needs, uh, whether that be uh, services in the community, uh, a revised education plan, uh, or changes in the medical treatment. And this can be an ongoing thing, you know, such as early intervention might drop off at three. What are the general ages that a parents would bring their child in for a neuropsychological evaluation? It really depends, uh, and it can be helpful to have this evaluation at points of transition in the child's uh, education and in their development. Uh, because oftentimes we see the medical condition affecting the child differently depending on what the environmental demands are and the changing expectations for the child. Uh, So usually we recommend reevaluation every two to three years. But I see ages from uh, all the way down to age two up to 18, early 20s. So it really depends on the referral question. Well, so and then what? How is this evaluation going to help them? Does this get, do the parents, you know, tell the school what happened? Do you work with the school to help the child work on some of these situations in the school environment? How does it all tie together for the child? Yeah, so uh, a, a comprehensive report is generated as a result of the visit. So I write up all of the findings so that they have with them a written document that they can share with other providers, certainly with the school, and then the school works uh, with the family to develop an appropriate treatment plan for the child or intervention plan for the child. And in some cases, yes, I would talk to the teachers and and talk to the school to help make sure that they are interpreting my findings uh, accurately and providing the child what they need. That's where I was going with that, to match those specific strengths and weaknesses to what the school can give them. Now, what if what you've identified, Dr. Brenner, cannot, the school cannot provide that level of care? Do you then provide that extra care? Do you recommend them to somebody else to help work on maybe anxiety, depression management, any of the other things that you might have found? Yeah, so oftentimes uh, the treatment plan or the intervention plan is really comprehensive in the sense that it takes uh, community services, and that may include uh, therapy. Uh, It may include a visit to a psychiatrist uh, in addition to a detailed school plan. Uh, So it usually is a combination of different resources, and I help put the family in touch with the resources that would be beneficial for them. And then do you keep an ongoing record and see how the child is progressing when they've been seeing, you know, another specialist? Uh, So the evaluation is usually only every two to three years, but I'm certainly available for consultation. So if the family is having trouble translating my recommendations into the reality of the services available in their community, I certainly am available to help problem solve and figure out what might be helpful. So give your last bit of advice to parents, Dr. Brenner, on, you know, if they think that their child might be having issues and why they would come see a pediatric neuropsychologist and why should families come to UVA for their evaluation? Yeah. So uh, the first step would be to talk to uh, your doctor or 
if you have a neurologist, definitely uh, speak to the neurologist. Uh, and then in terms of why I come to UVA, uh, I think the main thing is the collaborative nature of care here. Uh, so there are a lot of uh, experts here who work well as a team, uh, a lot of resources at our fingertips, uh, and we can really be committed to, to each child and their individual needs. Thank you so much, Dr. Lori Brenner. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. And for more information on UVA neurosciences, brain and spine care, and on a pediatric neuropsychological evaluation for your child, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day.